Welcome to another episode of Airbnb with D. This is a dual recording where we have a clubhouse recording as well as a podcast recording going at the same time. This episode was a lot longer. So if you'd like to hear the preface to this, please click the link that is in the Facebook group to listen to the full clubhouse replay. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast on whatever platform that you are streaming from. I truly appreciate it. Let's go ahead and dive into what you need to start your business. Today, we'll be going through a 19-point checklist for you to make sure that you are successfully starting your business. Diving right into the 19-point checklist that you need to actually start the business is starting now. And the reason why this conversation is important is before we can get to the business credit, before we can get to the no-document loans, before we can get to any hacks or plays, we have to actually be a business. So before you start anything, before you get your EIN, and before you even pay for your LLC, let's first understand your market and do research. The reason why that's so important is because your strategy could change. And I'll just give you a quick example of that. I have a few clients that I mentor all the time, and a lot of them are in Atlanta, Georgia, as that's my home as well, right? So the number one thing everyone wants to do, because Atlanta is an amazing place, let's separate the fact that Airbnb is oversaturated from the fact that everything else is not oversaturated, right? So this particular client, she is a nurse and shout out to you if you're listening. And so she wanted to launch her Airbnb in Atlanta. Now, a quick search over on AirDNA shows us that Atlanta is overly saturated, okay? We're talking about 10,000, 11,000 properties for a city that is so small. And then you go over to LA and they also have 11,000 properties, but they have a population of 4 million. So it shows you there are a lot of places here. But one thing that is really thriving here is the beauty industry, is the short-term rental industry when it comes to having tenants, weekly tenants. What is that you may ask? An office space. And what do we do for that space? We converted that from a traditional office space to a business beauty suite. So there are four office suites now in her particular space that she can rent out to tenants as well as put one of the rooms on peer space as opposed to just launching her Airbnb and waiting for people to book in. So the reason why understanding our market and doing research is important because where she initially started off just wanting to launch an Airbnb, we saw that she wouldn't even make her return on investment. So we went the office space beauty suites route and she has tenants that are not only paying her deposit, but they're paying her every week to be there. It's perfect. We use the same electronic locks, relatively the same process. You still use your business to obtain the space, no personal credit check, but it wasn't until that research was completed where we saw maybe investing in one thing would have been hindering the income on another. So the next thing we had to do was acknowledge competitors. This is what you do with every business, right? This is where you determine, okay, this area is too saturated for this. Let's go ahead and turn this over to another area. And this is the part that everyone, you know, wants to skip because it can be a little daunting. But with ChatGPT, guys, with all of these AI um, softwares we have, creating and developing your business plan should not be an issue. I mean, we have websites now that you can literally explain, and this is like ChatGPT, 
you can explain your business concept and what you want from that business. And it will spit you back out a plan that is tailor-made for you, depending on what information you've added in. You can't beat that. Okay. So a mission statement, this is usually within our business plan, but it's something that kind of guides us. You need to have a mission statement. Why are you doing what you do? Is it for your family? Is it for your finances? Is it for the home you want to purchase? Would you like to pay off your student loans? Why are you doing that? We need to know because your business is going to depend on that. A dream without goals is literally a disappointment because how do you get to that place that you seek, that you dream about if you never have a goal towards achieving that? Next, we're going to establish a value add. How does your company, your business add value to the people that you're pitching this to, your target audience, the people that you have in mind? How are you adding value to their day-to-day? That's important. All right, our next thing, what is it that we want to discuss? Something else you have to make sure. This is the big one, guys. You ready? Register your name, secure your domain, and social media handles. Get your EIN, apply for your LLC, get it all. Because you're going to need every last one of those things to qualify, not only for funding, but even grant opportunities. I have filled out so many grant applications in 2023. And one thing I can tell you they all ask for is your social media page, which is crazy to me because I feel like years ago, this wasn't even a topic. This wasn't even a thought, but it is now. And so because it is an, it is now, we have to develop a marketing and a social media plan that actually falls in line with our business, that falls in line with what it is we want to be in the next 12 months, five years. That way it's easier for us to pitch our business. I, I can't even explain to you how long it took me to be able to articulate and explain to people what I do. And it's not because I was confused on what I do. I knew what I did. It's just, I did so much of everything and I didn't really target in on anything that if you asked me on this day, I was a customer service rep, relocation specialist, finding people that were release agreements. If you ask me on this day, I was simply just a co-host who helped property owners out of state manage their in-state properties that were in-state for me and get bookings. It literally went whatever way that I decided that day, which is chaos. And it like refrained me from being able to be consistent And one thing, because I was trying to be a master of everything. So developing a marketing and a social media plan will help you stay consistent. It'll make sure that your page always has the aesthetic that you're going for, that the images you take are intentional. Okay. So we got three more and then we're going to go on a brief break as I ask you a question. So next we're going to create your website. And there are so many things that we're going to talk about in the next segment, such as how do you get to do these things? Each of the things that I'm naming, what platform can you use to do this? Get a logo made or make one yourself. There are a couple of platforms that you can use, but these things are important. Do you see how even as I'm adding or listing these things out, you realize, my goodness, even if you had the EIN, the LLC, the DUNS number, 
if you don't have your website, if you don't have your logo, if you don't have your domain email, you can feel like an imposter. And that's where imposter syndrome even has the ability to develop. All right, and our last one before our break is gonna be brainstorm photo shoots and other branding. It's okay to get inspiration. I feel like when I was starting my business so many years ago, and because of where I grew up, looking at other people's work was never called inspiration motivation. It was called copycat. It was called, you don't have your own sauce. You don't have your own flow. You don't have your own thing. In fact, people's content is so was so unique to them that if someone else made another video mimicking it, you almost could tell immediately. Now, you don't know where something started from. If you see a viral video, you have no clue who is the one that put that out there in the first place. And that's even better for you. It allows you to beat imposter syndrome and actually get your hands dirty and get started. All right, so let's stay tuned for the next segment. Okay, so diving back in, opening a business account and setting up a budget. The reason why opening up a business bank account was so important for me is because there were a lot of things you cannot qualify without a business bank account. First things first, the easiest way for someone to know that you've never received any business funding is for you to let them know you don't have a business bank account because there is not a lender on the planet that is going to deposit purse or banking funds or business funds in a personal account. That account would have to be linked to the business. So these grants that you're applying for, these things that you're hoping you get, you can only get them once you have a business bank account set up. Those are the only ways that they can make those deposits. So don't be like me scrambling at the last minute right before a deposit or an expected um, after an award letter to get a business bank account so that the money can be deposited there because it can't go in your uh, personal account. Okay, so we already talked about setting up your social media handles, but making sure that you actually reserve those. You can create more than one Instagram account, more than one Facebook business page. So make sure you actually have those things in the works. You can always change your names later, but make sure you actually have those secured so that you're giving yourself a fighting chance. One of my businesses, Grace and Glamour, is a boutique and it's always started off as a boutique. And what I noticed is I never had um, that name trademarked when I first started or anything like that. So there's actually a, another boutique. They also don't have a trademark. That's why I'm not infringing on anything right now. <laughs> but they have a boutique with my same exact name. So when I give someone my name at any given time, they can come across my page or their page. And how about this? The other folks page has a higher like than my boutique. So it is easy for people to go on that website and think they're supporting me and they're not at all. So that's something I don't want to happen for you. Getting a custom domain email. We know that we can get this when we create a WordPress site. We can get this on Google Workspace. There are so many ways that you can get you a custom domain email for a low monthly cost. Get it now because it truly separates you from your competition as when you're filling out for loans, when you're getting corporate lease agreements, these things all set you in position to actually succeed. Business insurance. Why is business insurance important? Depending on what sector and what field you go in, insurance is always important, but for some fields, you'll need insurance in advance. Like if you decide to go the route where you're open at office spaces instead of the Airbnb, 
your tenants will have to have some type of error and emissions insurance, beauty insurance that you can actually give them the link to, to pay for. And they'll have a certification saying, hey, if something happens in their closed quarters, in their suite, it is a policy up to 100000 sometimes to 300000 that can cover for damages. Create a strong launch plan. I never understood the importance of a launch plan. Where I came from was such limited resources that just being able to launch was a big deal. Well, now I realize that there is so much more that goes into actually releasing a product, releasing a service, releasing a thing. Anticipation is extremely necessary. And if you don't have that, you'll notice that people won't really give in or buy in unless you have a very strong, solid launch. If you don't have a launch plan that's strong, you better make sure you knock that launch out the park because who's checking for you if they don't know about you? File for your trademarks. This is so important. The reason why it's important for trademarks, as I just told you before, uh, mine, the business name is not trademarked. So good thing for me, I'm able to use it without being infringed upon because technically we opened two of the same businesses, even though mine's was open first. It shows it, Secretary of State, you can see when it was open, but the problem of it is the fact that they've opened theirs. And they if they file for trademark now, I could have to cease using the name. I doubt they'll do that though. <laughs> hustle, learn, and hustle. This is so important because your learning never stops. I joke with my mom all the time, guys, because she'll say things to me like, oh, are you trying to teach me something today? Are you trying to educate me? And I'm like, girl, if you think that your, your latest lesson is going to only just come from me, then you're not learning good enough. There's a life lesson in every single day that your eyes open, literally. And if you are someone that is feeling like you're not learning something every day, I challenge you to learn every day. And your last thing, the last point, Join the Airbnb with the Facebook group. If whether you're a new business owner, ready to launch your Airbnb or your office space rental, either or it doesn't matter because I am here to help you. You need community, you need support. And the only way to feel supported in this community truly is to do what you need to do and join the group. Now the link to do so is going to be on the website. The same link that's showing you your corporate leasing success toolkit. Lucky for you, Facebook group access comes a part of that. So for those of you that are wanting to know how to get access to the Facebook group for group coaching, this group coaching not only allows you consultations, but it gives you 24 seven support. So when you are someone that has a question, for example, we had a question last night, late last night, there was a guest that decided to cancel their reservation when they walked into one of the units of my mentees. There were stairs, they had a baby with them. And although they didn't mention the baby when they were um, putting the reservation down, you know, if someone lets you know they're going to have a newborn, there are probably a few things you would either let them know or just make sure corners are covered before they come. So long story short, this guest came in and wanted to cancel and actually left in the messages, hey, if you just refund us, we won't have any problems and we'll leave you a five-star review. But if you don't, we will have to get Airbnb involved and do something about it. Well, thank you so much for saying that. So initially they were a little worried, like, oh my gosh, this person's going to leave me a bad review. And actually I was able to comfort them. Thank goodness they said that because now if they leave you anything less than a five star, we're going to report this to Airbnb for retaliation review. Simple as that. 
See, something that can be so easy with some help can be a little daunting when you're by yourself. So that's why my last and final thing is to join that coaching group and get the support you need. Furthermore, thank you so much for joining in and listening. I'm going to go ahead and conclude this podcast episode and conclude the Clubhouse session and just look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode.